You're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, a podcast that inspires individuals to step outside their comfort zone and into their true passion. I'm Alicia Ward, an average girl with a less than average background who has created a successful multiple six-figure business with no more than a high school education. I am ready to share my journey and knowledge with as many others as I can with the intention to impact and give confidence to anyone with the desire to follow their calling, but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. If you're looking to improve your life, business, and relationships, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought to help you get the inspiration and actionable tips you need to make it happen. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 39 of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. So happy to have you here with me. I know my podcast has come out on random days sometimes, but you know what? I'm just going to roll with it. You know, in the future, I plan to have more episodes more often, but you know, things come and go in seasons. And I absolutely love all of you for continuing to listen, for messaging me, being like, where's this week's podcast episode? I love you for that. I love that you're waiting for it. And it's always at the top of my priority list, but we know how priority lists and to-do lists can go and grow. Sometimes it feels like every time I take something off my to-do list and I add two things more. Anybody else? Anyways, I'm going to dive right into this one because I have a busy day of meetings ahead of me, everybody, and I want to talk about family drama, okay? Because I know that everybody deals with family drama, and well, if you don't, then I envy that, to be honest. I honestly do. I remember growing up and... I remember growing up and, and seeing the families who, especially after my parents divorced like 17 years ago, um, you know, having a split family and, and having my mom the way that she was, refer to episode three if you haven't listened to it. It, it kind of gives you a lot of insight. Um, I remember like seeing girls and people in school are going for sleepovers at girls' houses for their birthdays and just really seeing these really put together families with like a nice house and the two vehicles and their parents were always the ones to come pick them up at 3 a.m. from a park and like yeah it just always seems so wholesome and obviously I know that like we only see on the outside what people want us to see so you know those perfect families quote unquote could have been and we're probably going through all their own shit too but I think the thought of like a a put together family without the drama is really comforting to me and I think that's probably a huge reason why I haven't started a family of my own yet is because I definitely want to feel like I could provide that because it feels safe and comforting to me but we're not talking about those families or if they exist who don't got a lot of drama or problems we're talking about the families who have the drama and I don't know if you guys can relate if you feel like you have drama if you've ever had you know spats with your mom or your dad or your auntie or your Um, brothers or sisters or whatever and like I mean it's just like your families are like your best friends they're the and even more so because you've spent the most time with them getting to know them um and I mean the odds are are that you're similar to a lot of them you know like in episode three I talk about how my mom will trigger me and I'll trigger her and we'll literally be budding heads so much that our fights and arguments go nowhere they just they just grow and grow and grow until we both like get frustrated and like no one can put a stop to it and in episode three I talk about how that 
came clear to me how that was the biggest chance for self-reflection for me because I could reflect on what my mom was doing or saying that was triggering me and that's where I needed to improve on myself the most. So I actually just kind of skimmed back through that episode to get a refresher on it and it makes so much sense. Um, but over the past over the past few years, um, I feel like there's, I have a really big family. So, you know, six kids, two different marriages. So um, my three older siblings have a different dad and a different last name. And then me and my younger brother and sister, same dad and same last name. Um, and there was a family event that happened years ago um, that kind of seemed to cause a bit of a divide between the two. Um, and it wasn't for everybody involved. It was just specifically to a couple of my siblings who felt this divide and they took a lot of these things really personally and they started to get angry about it and they weren't processing it well and they also weren't talking about it. And it caused kind of this disruption that's followed, followed through fast forward a few years and it's caused, you know, it's actually caused me to lose touch with one of my brothers. I mean, I know he's not going to listen to this. So, um, and it's actually really sad when I reflect on it. And it was just like a huge kind of disagreement. And I've always kind of been the one within the family. I'm the oldest with my dad. So, um, I was the first of my mom's second marriage. And I don't know why I have such a close relationship with my older sister and my niece and my nephew who are hers. And, um, I don't know. I don't know why it is that I've always felt or been viewed as kind of like the mediator, the one who kind of talks for both sides and and all these things, but it's just kind of the way that it worked out and I think that that's been um I think that it's been a blessing and an a curse to be in that position. You know, there's six kids. So out of six kids, some of us are more outspoken about our feelings, some of us are like the mediators, some of us just don't dip our toes in the drama at all so there's a bit of everything so I'm just talk about it behind you know just at the family dinners and just like once in a while um so it's been pretty pretty crazy especially because you know in the past few years so much has happened in my family um for individuals uh, my brother went through a divorce that I think really hurt him um just uh, all these things, my mom leaving a, an abusive relationship and having to be out on her own and the stress that that's done. That's a whole nother story. And it's caused, it's caused at different points, toxicity within relationships within the family. It's caused fights. It's caused, you know, and, and it's funny because when you're dealing with drama and you're with your family and you're dealing with triggers with your family. I mean, there's so many because like I said, a lot of us within our families have a lot of similar traits as our siblings. As a, and we're a lot like, I'm a lot like my mom in a lot of ways um, because that's what we're raised with and that's what we're around all the time. So um, you can butt heads with people really easily and things can kind of get escalated super fast. And it, it really does take someone to be able to be level-headed about it and people to be the bigger persons and with them I mean it's family guys you always want to be able to just forgive and move on when it comes to family and there's so many unfortunate situations out there when people don't have that people who have completely lost touch or have an estranged sibling or don't speak to their parents for years and when I even see, if even if I see something like that on a movie, it absolutely breaks my heart, right? Because it, it does happen and it's really sad. And to be honest, I, my brother hasn't talked to me for over a year. 
I haven't seen him. He hasn't spoke to me. And it's not like we had that close of a relationship before, but there was a relationship there. But I know what I did was right. And I, you know, and I did apologize. I was a bigger person after it all happened and I apologized, but there was just no response or anything. So I decided to just let it go and move forward because we can't let things like that drain our energy and we have to protect our space, our energy and ourselves from how hard arguing with someone like in your family or butting heads with somebody that you care about can really it just can really steal a lot from you right so you know it's unfortunate I've taken a lot from it and I just am gonna keep moving forward I mean my big sister's getting married next year so I'm gonna be seeing all my family there at that and I can't wait and you know there's not gonna be any drama there I'll never be that one to to cause that but I just wanted to bring this up today because I'm sure like I had so many of you reach out after listening to episode three of my podcast being like and just sharing how you deal with very similar things or deal with these struggles with your family and it's it just comes down to comes down to boundaries I think you know you need to know your boundaries and it needs to be with boundaries with people who are your friends in your life um, and boundaries with your family members for sure All right. And it's just so important because with our families, it's really easy to get hurt. It's really easy to feel taken for granted. It's really easy to just get caught up and triggered and going down like a huge rabbit hole spiral of an argument. It's easy to hold grudges. And at the end of the day, you just have to look out for you and your energy and not let those things, you know, hurt you even if it means that you have to be the bigger person sometimes now there are cases where I so with me and my family being in that position of being a mediator a bit and and stuff like that a lot of times I I do a lot for my my mom you know she's really computer illiterate so after she left her relationship um and she's been looking for a place to live where she feels at home she's been moving all over um she's been searching for jobs and so because she's a computer literate, I basically just made her email for her and I run, like, I apply for jobs for her, I look for places for her, I call for places for her, I just, like, have been really trying to get her, help get her on her feet and it's been quite the process and so if there's ever been something that came up with conversation with my mom that triggered her and she reacted emotionally on it, um, instantly my guard will go up and, and did go up, this has happened multiple times over the last, like, over a year that my mom's been you know trying to get on her feet here and my guard instantly goes up and before you know it it's just like a fight because I'm feeling completely disregarded like you know it's easy for someone to feel taken for granted when they feel that they've been doing a lot and not really recognized for it you know so for me I feel like it's weird when my mom gets triggered by something that I might say and then everything I've ever done for her completely goes out the window And I'm just like, wait a minute, how could you be actually upset with me or saying these things to me or speaking to me? Why don't you think about all the things that I've done and all the time I've spent helping you? And then it leaves me feeling, you know, taken for granted. And I I believe that the feelings of being taken for granted are some of the worst feelings that somebody can have. Because when somebody that you love makes you feel taken for granted... It feels fucking shitty for anybody. I don't care if it's a relationship or a sibling or a parent or what, or your child. It absolutely makes you feel awful. So you need to make sure that you stand up for what you do and have your own boundaries too. Like respect your boundaries. If you're going to do and spend the time for your family members in however way that is, and they leave you feeling taken 
for granted or underappreciated, make sure that you remember that and then you can maybe adjust your boundaries accordingly, right? Maybe you don't create as much space to be helping them or talking to them or doing things because you need to respect your own boundaries. And if you start to feel that way or you start to feel anxious or anxiety or you start to waste too much time thinking about the problem or reading over the messages or whatever, then it's time to just step a little bit back and then focus on the things that raise your energy up, bring you into a higher vibe. And then you can go retouch and try and um, get everything back where it was or, or give forgiveness or say an apology when it feels right for you and when you're back in a higher state. Otherwise, you're just going to repeat and do another repeat argument and it's probably going to go the exact same way. Am I right? I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this because I think it's pretty prominent uh, with families and everything like that. So um, just remember not to make room for the things that really steal your energy, even if it's even if it's family sometimes, which can be really hard because it's family. And, you know, a lot of us want to love our family. And but I mean, listen to yourself, like if you're watching a movie and there's a, a mom and a or a, there's a, some family members or maybe a son and a dad or whatever who hasn't had a relationship for years based on some grudge that they're holding or some miscommunication, that shit breaks my heart, right? So if you feel feelings towards that and you're like, oh, I never want that, then make sure that you're setting the right boundaries for yourself so that doesn't happen for you, so that grudges don't get held. Even if it's like, all right, I'm just going to leave this for a few days and come back to it when I feel in a better place to actually talk about this calmly without reacting, you have full permission to do that. Like do whatever you got to do, like block them on social media if you have to and just take that time for yourself because the only way that, and this goes for relationships too, guys, like all of our relationships in every aspect, the only way that you can actually sort things out is if you can get to a level of just not not having to react and the where we, are, where we need to be to not react emotionally is just like level-headed, in a logical space, process everything, and ready to just listen and then share our side of things too. It's very important to be able to do that. And I've had to do this countless times with, with a lot of different family members at different points and fighting with sisters and brothers. And <laughs> I mean, it's a long time, a lifetime to have family. So you know that these things come up, right? Just remember that when someone gets triggered, they're getting triggered for their own reasons and you're getting triggered for yours. And at some point you both have to come together and then talk about it and understand both pers- both people's perspectives and points of view. And then from there, understand where they were at, say your side, listen to theirs, and then forgive and move forward because all that leaving that stuff undealt with will do for you is just cause... Um, disease in your body, uh, stress, anxiety, uncomfortableness, and that's just not going to lead to anything good. So I want you to remember that moving forward. Maybe you have something going on in your life right now that needs to be resolved. How can you do it? I mean, even if it comes to the point that you can't, sometimes I felt like I couldn't even speak to my mom if I tried. So write it down, write a letter, send it to them. Don't send it to them, but get those out and get yourself because you're only responsible for you. Get yourself to a place where you can be calm and logical and then try and reapproach, right? Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode, episode number 39 of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. I love and appreciate you so much, and we will chat to you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
If you got some value or actionable takeaways, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me in your Instagram story. That's where I hang out the most. And it's always so motivating to see that you're getting inspiration, motivation, or just the message that you needed from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes because helping others is important to me. I believe that we can help ourselves by helping others. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes to help me get this out into the big, beautiful world and for other ears that might want to hear it. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.